welcome back to Coffee and Contracts with Contract Diagnostics. This is Katherine Sarnaski, your Director of Physician Education, rounding out our three-part series in models of compensation. So we did one part on the salary model, one on the RVU model, and today we're going to be talking about the collections model. This is a model that's most commonly seen in private practices, much less common to be in an employer hospital owned setting, but we do see this fairly commonly in the private practice setting. And to understand what this is and how it compares or contrasts to the other models out there, in a collections model, physicians are being compensated based on the income that they can generate for the practice, or essentially what is collected for the work that they've provided. So unlike the RVU model, where the physician is paid on production, in a collections model, the physician is paid when the service is actually reimbursed to the practice. So there are a number of different ways this could be written into your contract. For just a couple of examples, sometimes we'll see a base salary with a percentage of net collections beyond a particular threshold. So an example of that would be a guaranteed salary of $200,000 a year. And then the provider could receive 30% of the net collections over 400,000. There'd be a number of areas that you could negotiate in that type of contract where you could increase your base salary, you could increase your percentage of net collections, or you could even decrease that threshold at which you start receiving additional income based on your collections. A second model is simply receiving a percentage of the net collections. So let's say you generate $50,000 in a month and you are guaranteed 35% of those net collections, you get to take home $17,500 a month. Another model is doing net collections after overhead is paid. So a private practice is going to have some baseline costs that they need to pay for, whether it's your MA and nursing support, whether it's the office that you provide your practice out of and the rental rate for that, new instruments in the office, those can all be part of the overhead that you're responsible for. So you may be able to take home um, the amount that you collect after all of that overhead is paid off. So for example, let's say you collect nearly a million dollars in a year, but you have to pay $600,000 to the overhead, your take-home pay is that three to $400,000 that can remain. So there's a, still a lot of opportunity for negotiation in a collections model, but just really important to understand if this is a model that you're being paid off of, what opportunities there are for you to decrease some of those overhead costs, perhaps if that's part of your model, increase the amount of collections, making sure that you have efficiency in terms of how those billings are being sent out on what rates they're being collected at, make sure that you're actually having that opportunity to see those rates. And then a number of other questions that you can be asking, especially when you're just starting or just ending the practice, how the collections are going to be paid for the time when you're not there, um, but perhaps they're still generating collections based off of the work that you did a month or two ago. Again, we have another great PDF resource for all of you about collections. If that is a model that you're interested in, we would be more than happy to share that. We also have some private practice resources and PDFs, and then you can always speak to us directly if you have some questions that are more particular to your practice or your contract. We are here to help you over at Contract Diagnostics. Again, our email here is info at contractdiagnostics.com. We look forward to hearing from you and happy start to your day.